On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, Keith and I break down game number one of the preseason. We have Hoops, Sixers, Brooklyn. They traveled up to 95. Check out the Brooklyn Nets, their former teammate. We get into it all. Sixers win. Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, you are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Gibbons from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, along with my co-host and partner, live from Brooklyn, Keith Pompey, Sixers beat writer here on with us on Locked On 76ers. What's going on, Keith? We finally have some basketball, man. Yeah, man, it was it's good to cover a game. It was crazy because I was, I was like heading to the ring. I'm like, dang, I'm going to a game. <laughs> I know that sounds corny, but it's like, yo, like, it you know, it's about to get real. It's about to get real. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Since June, last time we saw a basketball game, or May, pardon me, last time we saw basketball was May for the 76 or so. It has been a while. Good to have it back. Thanks for everybody for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available wherever you do get your podcast on all platforms, including right here at Locked On 76ers. Well, Keith, the uh, final score coming out of, out of Brooklyn uh, last night, the Philadelphia 76ers took care of business, 127-108, a blowout. They were up by 21 points, as much as 21 points in the game in the first half, up by as much as 20. Brooklyn fought their way back into it. But, man, getting off to a really good start. I want to start off with some things that stood out to you, some positive things. We'll get into Ben Simmons, seeing him for the first time since 2020 in the playoffs, 2021 in the playoffs against the Atlanta Hawks. And we'll also talk about why some of the bubble players, if you will, made it hard on the coaches tonight with some of the decisions that they're going to eventually have to make. But starting things off, man, Tyrese Maxey coming right out of the gate, eight straight points for the team. He and Tobias Harris were the only normal starters with P.J. Tucker, James Harden, Joel Embiid missing the game. Thibel, Harris, Reed, Melton, and Maxey started. Maxey in 13 minutes and 50 seconds, six for eight from the floor, two for four from deep. Those two started the game off and a floater to give him eight straight. He had 20 points tonight, man, right out, right out of the shoot. A really good game right away for him. Yeah, he had a good game. It was, it was one of those things where um... – you know, you look at the game and, you, and early on you're saying to yourself, like, wow, Brooklyn has all their starters. The Sixers are going to be undermanned. And I felt like he set the tempo. Now, again, it was a, a preseason game, an exhibition game, but he came out and he set the tempo. And, and I felt like they followed his lead, so to speak. Like you said, he had eight straight points. I mean, it was, you know, he was like two, um, schooling dudes out there. But um, I, I was I was really impressed with that start. I mean, you know, it, that was it couldn't have been any better for him, I, I believe. Yeah, and, and the other thing before we get to a few other players that that we saw that stood out, uh, Melton. Uh, I just wanted to jump in there as he started and played. While offensively, he didn't have it tonight. Two two for ten, one for seven from three, and, and the seventeen plus minutes of action. We saw him with Tyrese Max. We got a glimpse of that. And that's something that we previewed and talked about when the trade went down back in June on draft night of how he's going to fit with either 
Maxi or Harden. And we saw that tonight, being able to play with both of those players on the floor. And defensively, like we discussed, his impact that he will have, Keith, having him out there on the floor and the small sample size that we had here, I liked what I saw with those two on the floor together in the backcourt. Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, it was really good. Now, the one thing is defensively, you know, he he had three steals. He had one turnover. I mean, excuse me, three steals and one block shot. The, the only – if I had a problem with it, though, I mean, you know, he's going to be able – he's going to have to be a little bit, you know, better offensively and, and, and have more control of the ball, you know, because what he did is he had three turnovers, which were, you know, the most of the starters. The only other player to have three turnovers on the Sixers was, was, was Trevlin Queen. And he shot one for seven for three. And, you know, we look at him and we and we talk about him being a three and D. But again, you know, it's one of those things that you could build off of and and, and move forward, you know, get it one game out, out you know, out, out of your head, so to speak, um, and then push forward. But I'm with you. I like the defense. I just you need to see better control of the ball. And I need to see him shoot the ball a little bit better, especially you know, coming in with a reputation of being a shooter. Yeah, and and for me, not worried about that too much. Again, didn't shoot that that well tonight. I, I think it would be better based on his trajectory from where he has started with the Memphis Grizzlies, beginning in Phoenix, but then with the Memphis Grizzlies and improving year after year after year. I expect that to continue with this basketball team as they try to make that trek to the NBA Finals. So I like that from him. Who else stood out to you, man, um, from from this game? Uh, some good things to take away from this group tonight in their 127-108 win. You know, the one guy who really stood out to me is a guy who I don't think will make the team. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, well, there's there there actually has been uh, th- three guys who stood out to me. But when we talk about the one guy who I don't think is going to make the team, I'm talking about um, uh, Charles Bassey, right? I mean, Charles Bassey was a guy who – you know, came in and again, you know, he, he, he didn't, you know, play early on, but, but he came in and and he had uh four, excuse me. He had uh four points. He had nine rebounds, a team had nine rebounds, one still one block in 14 minutes. So that was really impressive to me. Um, a, another guy who's on the bubble, um, Isaiah Joe, he shot three for six on threes. Right. He needs to the knock knock on him is that he's not consistent, but he was three for six on three. I really like that. And then Julian Champagne. Julian Champagne is one of their two way guys. He um, had 15 points. He had seven rebounds. Right. He made three, three or seven threes. So he really impressed me as well. He played better last night than he did when he was playing for the Sixers on the summer league. So that's impressive. Yeah, he looked real comfortable out there. Not only the the shot making, which is important, some of the playmaking too he had uh, on the night. He also contributed uh, three assists and and hooking some guys up, dropping some dimes to them. Uh, In the entire 12 minutes he played in the fourth quarter, overall 18 minutes and three seconds, but he played the entire fourth quarter. And the Sixers in the fourth quarter – you know, they won that one 26-22, but he played pretty well, man. He he really did. And I, I liked it. Not, you know, not hearing a lot about him. I didn't even talk to him at Media Day. I don't know if you did. I didn't hear a lot about him 
from from training camp with you being there. He scored 12 points in the fourth quarter, uh, 15, as you said, but four for nine in the fourth, two of six from beyond, making both of his free throws, six boards, three assists. Really, really good performance from Julian Champagne and two-way guys. So we're probably going to see a lot of them with the Delaware Bluecoats, and that's just going to be a player that we will watch there and see him do his part. But the performance that he put on against the Brooklyn Nets squad, yes, it was their reserves, but guess what? That's when he's in the game. All you can do is go out there and show what you may have against the play- players that are on the floor with you. And being a guy that has been not talked about a lot, and we've looked at so many other names from Traveling Queen to Jaden Springer or even Charlie Brown Jr., he was the one that really stood out uh, for me with the outside shooting, like you pointed out, and his playmaking and rebounding. Overall, good floor game that he played the entire game. I thought Julian Champagne uh, was a, a good a good performer for them tonight. They shot very well from deep. They put 42 points up in the first quarter, went up by 20, as we talked about, uh, shot 15 for 44 for 34% from beyond. So good performance from the Sixers to start off in game number one and the preseason. They did so tonight against the Brooklyn Nets and a former teammate, one that we haven't seen since the playoffs in uh, June. I believe it was June of 2021 on Father's Day. We will talk about him. Ben Simmons, first time we saw him in a Brooklyn Nets uniform and a uniform in general since that playoff performance against the Atlanta Hawks. We'll talk about his night next right here on Locked On 76ers. And folks, I got to tell you, as we get into these fall months and get a little colder, you may have to work out indoors. You, you know, you're doing things a little bit differently than you did with the summer. You got to make sure your body stays right. We've talked about that quite a bit, and we've talked about that with Built Bars. If you haven't tried Built Bars and the Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it once again. Let me introduce you to the new flavor, your new favorite cookie dough chunk puffs. They have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it plus is healthy for you. Like all built Bars, the new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means it's healthy and tasty. You're all good there. Only 160 calories, whopping 15 grams of protein in them. What's great about built is that all of their bars are made with the collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently while you're going through these winter months and fall and provides a ton of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and it's good for you. You are going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need it for a snack, for your workout, you're traveling like Keith and myself sometimes, late night treat, or just need a uh, a quick bite, something to grab. Built is perfect. It's a Built Bar. It's perfect for you. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON15 and get 15% off your order using promo code LOCK15. Do it today, people. Do it today. Definitely do it today. Snuck one in Keith's bag before he left to travel. So make sure you do it today, Keith. Get your built bar. Thanks again, everybody, for making Locked On 76 is your first listen every day. Make sure you check out the ultimate pro basketball preview starting in just a few days, October 10th, a six-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NBA season. The local team experts like Keith uh, and, and others around the league 
NBA insiders of the Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey all combining into one ultimate NBA preview that begins on October 10th. Search for Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Keith, Ben Simmons, first time we had a chance to check him out in the uniform since the infamous Atlanta series, the infamous Game 7, the play that he will forever be remembered for in the Sixer uniform in the fourth quarter. And tonight he started 19 minutes and eight seconds in the backcourt with Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant played, Joe Harris, Nick Claxton. Ben Simmons finished three for six, six points, five assists, four rebounds, doing Keith, what Ben Simmons does, quite honestly, the one shot that has been circulating around social media, and you knew it was, as soon as he took a jumper, fadeaway jumper, and he hit all backboard from about 14 feet on a fadeaway. He missed his two free throws, which was a big problem for him when he was traded. And that, again, is going to be something that many people monitor from Philadelphia's side of what he does with the Brooklyn Nets. Your observation, Keith, of what Ben Simmons did tonight for the Brooklyn Nets in game one. I mean, I saw those two plays, but I also saw him like in pregame working out and, and doing some stuff where he was hitting those shots. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where if, if he was playing all year last year and he did some other stuff and you see him do that, you're like, wow. But then we realized this is a guy's first game in 470 days, like his first game. Um you know, I also, also think I also think he was amped up because it was his first game, and sometimes things happen. Now, let's and it just so happened that it was against his former club. It just so happens, but but at the end of the day, it's one of those things where when we look at Ben Simmons, you know, he has like Kyrie and Kevin on his team, and he has Nick Claxton who can run. All he got to do is get out and transition and give him the ball. Then he has Joe Harris, and then he has son-in-law, Steph Curry. So it's like, I don't know. If there was ever a team built for a guy who doesn't want to shoot, this is it right now just because of how good KD is. So, you know, we look at the videos, and you see all this, and you see that. And, yes, it's easy to make fun of them. It's easy to say this. But I don't know, dude. The dude – the dude – the dude, the dude held out last year and still got a portion of his money. He he got traded to a team that 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 really fits his needs. I don't know, man. I think he's winning right about now. That's well, just me. We'll see, man. Uh, listen, through all of this, like I always said, I, I he couldn't come back. No, nah, he can't. Uh, after, after that performance against Atlanta, he couldn't come back. I was a big fan of his. Loved his game. Despite the lack of shooting, I would always move past that after about 10 games in the regular season saying, all right, he's not going to shoot. Win how you win and do impact the game how you impact. And he did until Mm -hmm. he lost my trust after the Atlanta series. It happens. Now he's going to go to Brooklyn and he's still a heck of a basketball player. He's still an all-star level player who is going to be teamed up with a lot of different types of players that are really going to help his game. And I do think he's going to have a uh, a good season once again with the Brooklyn Nets. The shooting part, people want to ignore it. It's part of the story now. I mean, it is what it is. And until he starts to do it a little bit more or does other things to make people forget about it, like make his free throws, 
it's going to be a topic of discussion. And um, that's just the nature of the business, and that's how it goes. But in his debut with the Brooklyn Nets, he did a lot of good things like um, like Ben Simmons does. And he did a few things where you look at Ben Simmons and say, all right, here we go again, you know, with the things that he doesn't do. And it's not more of the shooting part. It's more of picking up the dribble when he's in, in the spot and looking to pass, which is fine. But as always, when you're a guard or a basketball player in general, don't pick up the ball unless you have a place for it to go. So still doing those type of things. It's only preseason game number one. We'll see them on November 22nd for game one in the regular season against the Sixers back here in Philadelphia. So we'll do that then. Uh, coming up on the other side, why some of the players that could be on the bubble might be making it hard for Doc Rivers and the coaching staff when it comes to trimming down the roster when it gets to that point. We'll talk about that next right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers. Your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are locked. Welcome back, Locked On 76ers. That's Keith Pompey. I'm Devon Givens. Sixers played their first preseason game against the Brooklyn Nets, winning 127-108. And Keith, some players that may be on the bubble. We mentioned them earlier, but we wanted to elaborate on their performance a little bit more uh, after the game tonight and talk about how when it's time to cut down some of the roster and get it down to 17 doc rivers and the coaching staff are going to have some some tough cuts man because as we talked about julian champagne played well isaiah joe showed some things charles bassey also traveling queen a little bit you know charlie brown some too so uh who who do you think um they are really going to have a tough time is it isaiah joe is it charles bassey what do you think you know, uh, unfortunately, I, I think Charles Bassey is going to have to play with his hair on fire for him to make this team, right? I, I just do. Um, but when you look at um, a guy who really impressed me was Isaiah Joe. Now, I know he was three for eight, which is, you know, a little less than than, than, than 50%. But he, but he was also uh, three for six, you know, uh, which is um, – well, three for eight isn't a little less than fifty, but you you get my well, it is a little bit, but 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 then he was uh, three for three for six, which is, you know, which is fifty uh, percent on the threes. So the thing is, it's kind of sort of like they need him to be a shooter, right? Mm-hmm. But they need him to play defense, but they need him to knock down shots. When you have a team, Joel Embiid, and you have James Harden, and you're trying to run that pick and roll. You need some shooters on the floor to help help out with the spacing. So, you know, based off of his performance last night and also based off of his workouts, because, you know, this summer he was eating, he, he gained 10 pounds of muscle. And that came from him eating at least five times a day and Jeez. working out four times a day. Yeah, he did that this season, right? So, I mean, this off season. So this guy is putting in the work. And then when they had those optionals I, t- I told you about when I was down in um, South Carolina, they had yep. optional workouts. Mm-hmm. He made all of them. You know, so here's a guy that's doing everything he can to make this team. And I feel like, you know, he's seizing the moment right now. 
that's a good one. And um, I, I was probably going to go there where I was also going to agree with you. Nine points last night, 17 minutes, four seconds of play, knocking down the threes, which he's known for. That's what he's going to be. At this point, they're not really asking him to do much with his ball handling. Uh, yes, the defense, not so much the ball handling, but knocking down the shots when you have the opportunity. Furkan Korkmaz, we've talked about him potentially being a trade candidate too, Keith, and maybe he still is, and maybe that just helped out with some of the other teams that may be looking at him and saying, ah, Furkan Korkmaz, maybe not, but he was 15 points, 6 for 12 in 18-plus minutes and really went off in the third quarter to help the Sixers out as the lead really started to diminish where he dropped 10 points in the quarter on four of nine shooting in nine minutes and 44 seconds. So I thought when you mentioned Isaiah Joe, I agree with you, but I also thought Furkan Korkmaz showed out well. While he may not be at the bubble, it would be cut because his contract is guaranteed. He has two more years remaining on his deal. You know, he's a trade candidate because of a pretty decent contract at $10 million over two, $5 million annually, where it's a pretty easy contract to move if need be to make it work, and depending on what the Sixers are trying to do. So I thought those two really stood out in, in terms of making it difficult on the coaching staff and having to make a decision by the time we get to uh, the, them trimming down that roster before the start of, of the season on the 18th. So the two good ones. And, of course, Julian Champagny showing out in his first performance where everyone got to see what he did. Next up will be the Cleveland Cavaliers, the new look Cleveland Cavaliers. Keith, on, on Wednesday, we don't know who's going to play, but we know Evan Mobley will not play. He's going to be out for a little bit with a – ankle sprain so he'll be missing that game we'll see who else plays in it we'll be back tomorrow to discuss a few more things as the Sixers have the day off traveling from Brooklyn back to Philadelphia and getting ready for Wednesday's game against the Cleveland Cavaliers we got to thank everybody for uh making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day and now make your second listen Locked On Fantasy Basketball where Josh Lloyd hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. You know it's that time, team, where you have to put your squads together drafting your fantasy groups. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So make sure you check out Josh Lloyd on the Locked On Now Fantasy Basketball. Keith, can you let the folks know? Let the good people know where they can find us. You know what? The thing is, you can find our find this podcast wherever you get your podcasts at. And you can also follow us on YouTube. Now, if you go to YouTube, once you get there, what I would like for you to do is once you get on there, click on that Liberty Bell and you'll become, you know, one of our uh, nice latest uh, subscribers. One of our nice. That's right. Get in there. Subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Do the do the dang on thing. I would say do the dang thing. Right. But then but then also you can follow my man D um, on the Divine Giving Show. Tomorrow or tonight is going to be from 10 p.m. to midnight, right? You after can also the flyers. Yes, the flyers. You can also follow my man at Divine G975. And you can follow me on, at Pompeii on Sixers. And you can read my stuff in the Philadelphia Inquirer at inquire.com. I make sure I read it. I always do. Always great stuff. And I know, Keith, I appreciate your support listening to the show when you have an opportunity because it is late at night. Yeah. And um, I appreciate everybody out there checking out us. We'll be back tomorrow once again as we uh, kind of talk about, you know, a few more things with this basketball team. It is the preseason. 
So we have some more things that we want to throw at some wide range of questions for everybody as we get ready for the start of the NBA season. Keith, have a great rest of your day, man. We really appreciate it. Everybody out there, be safe. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here, Locked On 76ers. Peace, man. Peace.